What's up, everyone? This was a super, super fun episode that I honestly did not think I would ever get to do. I never thought pop punk would ever see any kind of major label resurgence, given the fact that the industry wanted absolutely nothing to do with the genre's modern wave. But here we are in 2020. Take a listen. Let me know what you think. Go check out NoteToScene.com and at NoteToScene on Twitter to keep up with all the latest news and numbers from the scene. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, or requests for deep dives, email me at NoteToScene at gmail.com. Over the last five years, the scene has fallen from any heights it had regained during its resurgence of the early 2010s. Nearly all momentum has been lost as rock music has fallen from a majority of commercial conversations. The last semi-major album release and subsequent pop-punk first week came in 2019 with Blink-182's Nine, but even that felt very separate and non-reflective of the genre's overall health. Besides Green Day, the last most significant first week for the genre came in 2017 with Neck Deep's The Peace and the Panic, which was around 30,000 total units and reflected the success of their previous album, Life's Not Out to Get You. Outside of that, the genre has seen decreasing numbers across the board. But over the last two years or so, something has changed. To understand the change, we have to reach back to what caused it. The SoundCloud rap era took the nostalgia of our world and put it onto the mainstream map. Lil Peep was sampling everyone from Under Oath and Flyleaf. Juice World's favorite album was Escape the Fates Dying is Your Latest Fashion, and he told popular men's fashion magazine GQ that he wanted to work with Census Fails vocalist Buddy Nielsen. Trippy Red has cited inspirations of everyone from the red jumpsuit apparatus to cute is what we aim for. This wave burned bright but due to a series of unfortunate deaths, never reached its full potential. From 2017 to 2019, we lost Lil Peep, XXXTentacion, and Juice World, all three of them either 21 or younger, and they loved our world more than most of the people that are currently in it. One person from our world who was involved with the SoundCloud rap wave, arguably from the beginning, was Travis Barker. The Blink-182 drummer has a long history of inserting his emo pop-punk past into different worlds. Even early on in his career, from the rap-rock supergroup The Transplants, to working with rappers such as T.I. and Bun B, to the EDM duo he made with DJ AM, it's no surprise that Barker bridged the gap between the scene and the SoundCloud wave at every opportunity he had. Over the last few years, if you found a new artist from that wave, it was very likely that Barker had already drummed on a song or was associated with them in some way. This goes beyond him perfecting his craft or simply having his ear to the ground. He genuinely loves music and being a part of something new. What separated the emo side of the SoundCloud era from emo's mid-2000s peak was that the tracks were backed with a simple trap beat instead of a full band or even a sampled drum track. On June 7, 2019, rapper Machine Gun Kelly released a song titled I Think I'm Okay on the major label Interscope Records. It featured both Barker and rising meta-rocker Youngblood. It was a full-on pop-punk onslaught reminiscent of the genre's glory days, with verses that cooked, a hook that exploded, and introspective lyrics that dealt with inner demons. This has become Kelly's most streamed song on Spotify, aside from songs he serves as the featured artist on. At one point, it was placed on Spotify's largest playlist, Today's Top Hits, which has over 26 million followers. 
and nearly made it to the Hot 100, peaking at number four on the Bubbling Under Hot 100 chart, and it is now certified platinum. The song was a huge win for our world, yet it felt like Barker was the only one who even acknowledged it. The scene being so disconnected from the moments that happen outside of it is one of the many factors that has contributed to its fall. After this, Kelly tweeted on December 4th, quote, rock album in 2020. A week later, he quote tweeted that same tweet and said, quote, I'd like to reword what I said last week to this, pop punk album in 2020. That received over 17,000 likes. And a short while after that, he dropped his second pop punk song, Why Are You Here? An emo-leaning slow cooker that releases into an anthem chorus. As we'll continue to see throughout this deep dive, the 2020 major label pop punk wave utilizes the same formula over and over, just like many of the hits from the mid-2000s did. Kelly has since released three singles from his upcoming album, Tickets to My Downfall, which, by the way, Travis Barker is producing. The songs are Bloody Valentine, Concert for Aliens, and My Ex's Best Friend. Bloody Valentine has a music video that brought Megan Fox back to the scene for the first time since Jennifer's body. Concert for Aliens leans into the Tom DeLonge alien meme, and My Ex's Best Friend, which features Black Bear, is the closest attempt at bridging classic pop punk and the SoundCloud era that Kelly has put out yet. It incorporates 808s with a sampled drum kit and simple emo riffs. The album is coming out September 25th on Interscope with a significant push from the label. Buddy Valentine just broke the top 10 at Alternative Radio and is currently sitting at number 9, snowballing in plays week after week. My Ex's Best Friend has been added to the Today's Top Hits playlist on Spotify and has received over 10 million plays in just over a week. There's a good chance the album will make a significant impact on the top 200 chart first week, if not make a run for number 1. Kelly's distant pop-punk parallel, Youngblood, is an alt-indie rocker from the UK. In February of 2019, he co-released a song with his then-girlfriend Halsey, which featured Travis Barker on drums. The song was another emo-leaning pop-punk slow burner, featuring love-lost lyrics reminiscent of the genre's golden era. After this came the collab with MGK, I Think I'm Okay, and earlier this year a standalone solo single called Weird. This song featured a more laid-back approach from his typical songwriting, combining a simple four-on-the-floor beat with electronics reminiscent of the neon era of the scene, a la Metro Station. The video features Youngblood headbanging and strumming on a guitar and has racked up over 4.5 million views on YouTube and nearly 8 million streams on Spotify. It came out on Interscope. I Think I'm Okay and 11 Minutes are also his two highest streamed songs on Spotify, totaling nearly 300 million combined streams, with the former coming out on Interscope and the latter on Geffen. 2020 has also brought Jaden, a 19-year-old TikTok star turned pop-punk revivalist. On Tuesday, May 19th, it was announced that Travis Barker had launched his own record label, DTA Records, and that Jaden was his first official signee. He dropped a song called Angels and Demons, an 808 heavy track with emo lyrics and a formulaic emo riff. It was so clean and mathematical that it felt like it was made in a factory. Barker's statement to the media upon launching the label read, I'm bringing rock back. You're gonna hear it with a lot of the music slash artists I'm producing and signing to my label. Jaden is an artist I'm really excited about and is the future of DTA Records. 
DTA is a joint venture with Electric Music Group and essentially a subsidiary of Fueled by Ramen, which is owned by Atlantic. The video for Angels and Demons received 1 million views on YouTube in 9 hours and has since gotten over 22 million. Jaden's second single, So What, is another slow burner emo track with an 808 hook that gives way to a full-on, full-band pop-punk blast during the final refrain. The track also features Barker on drums. It is currently on the Spotify playlist Pop Rising, which is the gateway playlist for songs to get on before today's top hits, if they get enough momentum. Also in regards to Fueled by Ramen, All Time Low have defied all odds and are currently having the biggest radio moment of their career with their song Monsters, which features Black Bear. At the time of this recording, the song is sitting at number 7 on alternative radio and is snowballing in plays. This may not feel like the biggest deal, but the further this song gets up, the more doors it can open for the band. What's unfortunate is the pandemic forcing them to forego any legwork they could be doing for the song, despite it continually climbing. Who knows, we could see this song break top 40 radio play. Pop punk is a genre with a storied history of ups and downs, from its commercial peak in the mid-2000s to the second golden wave getting essentially blacklisted from any radio play. Nobody saw this major label resurgence in 2020 coming. What do you think happens from here? <laughs>